when they came in and how near they stood. The foot curtains of the bed were drawn and the two sides were open. When she was in great pain, the king called in haste for my lord chancellor, who came up to the bedside to show he was there, upon which the rest of the privy councillors did the same thing. Then the queen desired the king hide her face with his head and periwig, which he did, for she said she could not be brought to bed and have so many men look upon her, for all the council stood close at the bed's feet, and Lord Chancellor upon the step. Just a side note here. Now, I've never given birth, obviously, and nor have I ever witnessed one firsthand, but I've watched enough medical dramas to know that generally you want to keep the number of people in the room to a minimum, so as to avoid, you know, making things even more difficult and stressful for the mother. That is a lot of old white men to be in a room while a woman with a long history of losing children was giving birth. What I do like here, though, is that sign of affection between James and Mary, where she asks him to be close to her and avoid looking at all those bystanders. 12. How long was the king talking to the privy councillors after the child was carried into the next room, before he went to look upon it? And in this, as well as in the other questions relating to the point of time, a critical answer as near to a minute as it is possible is desired. Who took the child when he was born? As soon as the child was born, the midwife cut the navel string, because the afterbirthren did not follow quickly, and then she gave it to Mrs. Labadie, who, as she was going by the bedside, crossed the step to carry it into the little chamber. The king stopped her and said to the privy councillors that they were witnesses, there was a child born, and bid them to follow it into the next room and see what it was, which they all did. For till after they came out again, it was not declared what it was, but the midwife had only given a sign that it was a son, which is what had been done before. 13. What women, or one sort or another, were present? And if no woman was called in to hold the queen, and if the king did not use to be nearer the bed and hold the queen, as in former labours? Now this question is interesting for a couple of reasons. First, we find out that, in past pregnancies, James would come in and hug the Queen after she gave birth, which, frankly, sounds adorable, and quite unlike what most of the kings in our story would have done. But also, Princess Mary seems to implicitly trust the testimony of women here, much more than she did that of the men present, which we can tell as she asked so quite explicitly. Here is Anne's answer. When the Queen Dowager came into the room, she went up to the bedside, but after that stood all the while by the clock, there was in the room, and now she goes on to list a ton of names that won't mean anything to you, so I won't give you all of them. Just to give you a flavour, you have the Lord Chancellor, Lord Privy Seal, 